0: This is your mind, this is your life, this is your time. This is your life, this is your mind, this
1: is your world yes.
0: Yes. How long has it been, since you've got to think for yourself Think, think for yourself, and how long has it been Since you've had some time to yourself Unwind
1: with yourself, you can do anything So don't you hide from yourself Be kind to yourself, intelligent it amazing Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Replenish Me show where I interview powerful women to give you more strategies on how to take care of yourself, body, mind and soul. Today I have the honor of interviewing author, speaker and writer and women's empowerment coach or women's empowerment educator, Lucy Devi Hall. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so happy you could fit us into your schedule. I know you recently released a new book, so you've been on the road with that. Yeah. 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 And you're just settling back home, I think. So um, why don't we just start out by you telling us a little bit about your story and how you got into this amazing work?
0: Yeah, it goes back to in my childhood. I experienced sexual abuse from the age of three to when I was 17. And this was by six different men. As you can imagine, this left me in quite a negative state. I hated myself, I hated my body, I hated being a woman. And on top of that, I, my father left when I was five and my mother died when I was nine. So I had a lot of issues as a child. And because of that, I developed, when I was 10, I developed bulimia. Then I started to self-harm And then I I became anorexic and then bulimic and I developed an addiction and had lots of things happening to me. And to heal myself, I was in psychiatric hospital, I was in therapy, I was in rehab, lots of different things. And doing that, I, like when I was in the grip of bulimia, for instance, I never saw, I thought there was going to be a way out. I I never believed or experienced, I never thought I would experience feeling, the way I feel now and so I just want to get out to women especially that you know because a lot of women experience experienced something in their past something traumatic it may not be as traumatic as the things I've talked about but something's usually happened and I want to let them know that it's possible to move beyond that it's possible not even just to survive but it's possible to move beyond surviving to a point where you can thrive and you can have a happy life you can have a good great relationship you can create your dream job all these things that sound sometimes you, you might hear them and think okay yeah just that's kind of like a notion but it's possible and that's really what I want to let women know so that's really what that's what that's what motivated me to start this kind of work
1: yeah that's it's very important that we realize that no matter how traumatic our life experiences are definitely we can rise above and it's it's important for women to, to get that message from someone like you, right? As opposed to someone who hasn't had um, that dramatic or traumatic as a past. So, mm-hmm. because they can see themselves, you know? Yeah, exactly. Really I mean, that's
0: why I speak so honestly about the things that have happened because I don't feel ashamed. I used to feel ashamed, but then I realized it wasn't my fault. Like, I was a victim of these things and why should I walk around with shame? So that's another thing that I want to get across to women is, you know, you don't have to feel ashamed of things that have happened or your body or whatever, you know, it's that let all that go. Because I think we spend a lot of energy hating our bodies or controlling our bodies or, you know, all these things, people pleasing, all these kind of things that women do. And actually, when you can release all that energy, you can put it to good use, you can create the life you want, you know, you can, that's, that's what, that's really what's happened to me like taking all that energy back from hating my body and cutting myself and taking drugs and whatever else, turning that energy from negativity
1: to positivity has transformed my life. Yes. And it really shines through. You're, you're a really bright light. I mean, I can actually see it and feel it from a distance. Wow. Well, thank you. So with that, I want to kind of lead into how did you, get into this book project. And it wasn't just your own book this time, right? It's uh, it's an mythology. So tell me a little bit more about that.
0: I, I, for some reason I visited, um, it's a woman called Crystal Andrus Morissette. I looked at her website. She's a big, she may be the number one uh, coach training school in Canada, but she, she trains internationally. I was just drawn to her work and I was reading this and I saw that she was looking. She wanted to create this this book of 30 women who have all had some kind of story where they've overcome adversity. Um, She wanted to create this project. And I saw it on her website. And I remember I looked at it. Instantly, my negative mind went, oh, you're not good enough. You can't do that. So then I just kind of ignored it. And maybe like four weeks later, I went back to it and I saw that, oh my God, it's the last day to apply. (laughs) So I was like, okay, negative mind, I'm going to put you there. I'm going to just do this. And I sat there for about an hour just filling in this application form. And a week later, she wrote back to me and she said, your story has to be in the book. It's so powerful and women have to hear this. And I, you know, I think there was over a hundred women that applied and out of that, 30 of us got picked. So it was very, it was exciting and also because her previous books and her previous work has been on Oprah. Mm -hmm. So it was a big deal really. So it's, I was very proud of myself and I was very happy that I didn't go with my negative mind, you know, that like, oh, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. Cause it's still there, you know, it's still there. I just practice not listening to it.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> so let's talk about negative talk for a minute, right? That negative inner chatter really does pull women down a lot. So yeah. what are some of the strategies you use? Like you briefly talked to us, but like, you must have to go through this a couple of times a day. I know I do. So what are some of the strategies you use to overcome your negative self-talk?
0: Let's um, probably say there's three strategies. One is I do something called emotional release, and that's what I learned at um, Humaniversity. And it's actually giving space to the negative part because we all have it and it doesn't go away. Even, you know, the more enlightened you become, you have this part that thinks negatively. So it's, it's getting that part space and I do that by, you know, with a cushion, I get angry and I, I vocalise all that stuff. I let it come out of me. Cause it, once it's out, it's kinda of like, okay, right. <laughs> Until the next time, you know. Mm-hmm. And if I'm in a space where I can't make some noise, then I'll just journal it out. I can write it out. And then from doing that, the third thing is is practicing I call it the turn. Practice the turn and it's for me, it's from left to right. So it's right now, okay, I'm in negativity turn to positivity, just do something, anything different, whether it's go up, go for a walk, have a cup of tea, pick up the phone and speak to someone. You know, it can be anything, have an apple, cook something. But it's just doing something different from what you normally do. And that, that is such a simple thing and everyone can do that. So I always tell people that, you know, it's so simple and so
1: powerful. I love that. That is, that is a really good strategy. Actually, all three of them are. Because, you know, a lot of times people think that you can't let it out. Like if you let that negativity out, it's going to like ricochet back at you and bring you down further. But it's not, it's just yeah. not a fact. <laughs> Yeah, you, you have to release it because sometimes it'll get trapped in our joints, you know, yeah. and cause problems, inflammation and all kinds of things. So, Exactly. And that, that I,
0: I would say it's probably one of the biggest things that's helped me heal is to actually get all the negativity out of myself because I had... As you can imagine, like being abused, and some of the abusers actually told me it was my fault. I started to believe that it was my fault. It's my body. I'm a bad person, and I had all this stuff, you know. And I just spent years getting all this out, taking time to get angry at them, angry at myself, just moving it out of my body. And, I mean, some people believe there's a connection. I believe there's a connection. I had, um, I had precancerous cells in my cervix, and I had a lump in my breast. Yep. which I think is definitely connected to the fact that I was abused because I was, I was hating myself as a woman. And these two parts of my body are, you know, my womanhood. Yep. And I was hating them. You know, And once I stopped doing that, it's like my body is, it feels completely different.
1: Yeah, um, that's a really good point because people don't make that connection between our thoughts and our negative energy and manifesting illness in our bodies. and. Yeah. Yeah, it, there have been studies to actually prove that that's true. So yeah. Yeah. that's amazing. I'm glad that you were able to release that also. Wow. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> I didn't know that part of your story. That's really powerful. Yeah,
0: it's funny when I start talking to people because I feel like there's just so much there. You know, I don't actually realize it myself. You know, it's like when I, when, I, um, when I was doing this book project, I was working with the editor. She said, you have to write a whole book because there's just so many so many things that you've gone through that will help a lot of women. So that's the next thing I'll do at some point.
1: Yes. I was wondering about that. I would love to see your full story in a book. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'll let you know when it happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Tell me a little bit more about the transformation that you help women with in your, um, some of your workshops that you do. What your, um, your website is deeply woman, right?
0: Yeah, deeplywoman.com. I would say the biggest thing I like I give women a space to experience their emotions. And women are in general I, I mean I talk in general here. Women we're, were brought up not to feel our anger. So we stuff it down. We're brought up to please. Yeah. We stuff down our like our boundaries. We didn't I didn't like you doing that, but we don't say it, we push it down. So I actually give women a space to really unleash all that. And to go, to experience every emotion, to experience sadness, to experience joy, to experience your anger, like to allow yourself to be as full range, this human with a full range of emotions. And like when you can ex- express your anger, yeah, for me, my, what I believe is your anger is connected to your Hara, which is connected to your power, which is connected to your ability to respect your boundaries, to set your boundaries, to go, this is me. And that when women can do that, when women can own their own boundaries and say, okay, this is me, that's you, I like that, I don't like that, yes, I want to do that now, no, I don't, that affects everything, you know, it's such a powerful, um, it's such a powerful strength to have, an ability to have, to be able to say, yes, I want to do that, no, I don't want to do that, right now, you know, so it's like getting them in contact with this power, so they can speak their truth, so that they can start to create the life that they want you know so and it's also it's it's taking them it's redirecting. as i said earlier it's redirecting their power from i mean if you listen to a lot of women talking about their bodies go. Oh, i'm not i'm not i'm not thin enough i'm not this enough it's like well, hold on a minute how many hours a day are you thinking like that imagine you took that power and energy and put it into i want to create a business or i want to learn piano or i want to you know travel the world or whatever. So that's that's how I, that's the main reason, that's the main way I help me.
1: Wow. So I like the boundary work. Let's really talk about that. Let's like dive into that a little bit because um I think it's <clears throat> completely related to communication and um speaking your truth and the, the self-talk, right? Because the self-talk yeah. comes from what we allow right, and we allow based on not setting firm boundaries, and we allow by not speaking our truth in the moment, so like, give an example of something that someone could implement today
0: I the simplest thing I think is to, well I mean it depends if you can make noise near a house I think it's great to just take five minutes you know, take a pillow or a cushion or something like that and even write down, you could get a piece of paper and write on that paper a belief that you have, like, I'm not good enough. And just look, sit there and look at that belief. And do, you know what? No, that's not true. You know, rip up the paper and bash the pillow. You know, and feel that power you have and feel actually, oh, hold on a minute. I'm in control, not that, not that belief. And you can do that about beliefs. You can even do it with, you know, maybe your boss at work has said something that upset you. You can, you can do it with something like that. So that you're actually allowing this, energy to move through you that's a simple thing to do if you can't do that or you feel uncomfortable doing that is to journal that is to like what, what it is is free associate so you would say that belief i'm not good enough you start to free associate like, how you feel about that belief like really let, don't even don't censor don't start to think "Oh, i can't say that because no one's going to hear <laughs> I don't show anybody this <laughs> <It's for you. laughs> so just let it out you know all those words that you don't normally use or whatever just let it out and then and then at the end you can just say thank you rip it up and put it in the bin you know and then just take, take a moment of silence and just feel yourself
1: feel your heart feel your power that you've taken that position yeah so and that's, that's a really important point that you're saying the writing because um I'm just going to like a little bit sidebar here. For about a year, I journaled online, like I had a, you know, a document that I was writing in and I'm going to tell you what things started accumulating. It's not the same. There, there's important, there's a very important element of pen or pencil to paper and seeing it with your eyes. And some people even say saying it with your mouth, kind of like what you mentioned that those parts have to be heavily involved and it's you got to push back from the keyboard and actually use a writing utensil and paper and even better some people say you know get like a special journal you know Mm -hmm. uh, something that you will really um really want to go to and look forward to putting your heart into so that you can release those things
0: yeah there's something there's there's a for me, there's an important step in healing, and that is expression. However that you do that, whether, you know, whether you're bashing a pillow, whether you go for a run, whether you scream, whether you write, it's, there's something about letting it out of your body, letting it move through your body. I think this research has been done that emotion, and emotion lasts something like between 90 seconds and three minutes. What happens is we don't allow that out. We just stuff it into our body. So if you think about it, you've got years of unexpressed emotions stuffed down. So you're like using all this energy to control it. So once you start to let that out, you're freeing up your energy, you're freeing up space inside for good things, you know. So it's really important to whatever way works for you, it's really important to find a way of
1: expressing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, now you've been traveling for your book tour, but do you travel for your coaching business and your speaking business?
0: Mostly it's just been in the new UK. Okay. So far, but I'm, I'm, I'm open to travel. I mean, with the book, I went to Canada, which is great. Um, so I would love to travel, you know, That'd be a dream come true to be honest with you.
1: Okay. That would be great. I want to ask you on a personal level, as a woman in business, what is one of the most difficult things that you've experienced? You mean in myself or with someone else or? Okay, I guess maybe we can make that two parts. So like, you know, entrepreneurs have things that they have to overcome, right? Yeah. There's that piece. And then there's other things that people have tried to push you towards or say you couldn't do, you know, so that so let's make it two parts.
0: Yeah. I think the thing, is, it's kind of all connected, but Within myself, it was feeling I have the right to. I have the right to be a powerful woman, and because sometimes you know, if I come all the way out, people don't like it. It's like you know, they can a woman that speaks her truth can be judged as a bitch, whereas a man that speaks his truth is like a strong, powerful man. (laughs) So I had to kind of allow myself to go. Okay, I'm going to come out, and people can judge me, and it's okay. You know, I, I, I had to allow myself that space and freedom. And then I've, I have, the second part of the question, I have had people kind of not be so happy for my success. Mm. And I, I mean, I can understand it because I, I know that when people are changing around you, it kind of destabilizes you because mm. it starts to bring up things in you, well, I'm not quite so happy with my job. or I'm not quite so happy with my, my life. So in a way, I kind of, I expected that. That With some people, I was surprised than with others, you know, some friends that I thought would be happy for me who weren't. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So that was quite a surprise. But it was also expected, really, that that people would, some people would have a reaction.
1: Yeah. So how, I guess on that note, how much has your inner circle shifted since you've, started being more successful? or I mean, not even successful, but since you've really stepped into your power.
0: Yeah, it's a good question. I was actually on a call yesterday with some old friend, like friends. Um, we have a, a monthly meeting, a Zoom meeting. And there was two of them that were putting themselves down, saying, oh, it's really hard to see you, you know, like following your dreams and creating books and doing this and doing that. And I said, "Look, I can coach you. (laughs) 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 I can coach you if you want these things. You don't have to sit and go become negative. I can coach you. I'm happy to support you with it." So, I—I mean, there isn't anybody that I've totally that I'm not in contact with. You know, I'm still in contact with everybody. I would say, but maybe not as much. And I definitely have more. I have a like an entrepreneurial. Um, kind of gang of friends now, because I love like I love hearing about their stories and what they've experienced and their you know their wins and what. You know. So that's really great, like having that, because I feel that I, I also for me it's important to have people that are further on in the path. Yes. You know, because I still need to be inspired and still like need to go oh, really I keep going. Okay, I'm going to keep going. You know, because I I sometimes have my low moments, and it's great when I see them going. Oh, I just did this.
1: No. Yes. No. I know what you mean. That that's great. And it's that is power in itself to still be able to stay connected to your roots um, and want to help people to rise above without letting it pull you down. You know, yeah. that that speaks to your power in itself. And it's it's something that we are all capable of if we allow ourselves, right? Um, yeah. we don't, you know, a lot of times people think that they have to burn bridges so that they can stay in a certain place, but truly, truly, once you, you've reached a certain point or even while you're trying to get to that point, you know, it's, mm. it's uh, something you can do.
0: Yeah. I think it's a great point. I would, anyone that's watching this is just to expect if you're changing and growing, you're going to destabilise what's been the norm. It's just, it's, it's part of it. Some people will be happy, some people won't be happy, but just keep going, you know, it's like, in the end, you shining your light is going to, is going to affect them, you know, they're, they're going to rise. If they want to rise, they'll rise because they, they, they see you doing it. and it, it, You have to shine your light, that, that's what's inspiring to other
1: people, you know. Yeah. So how do you channel your passion? I'm sure there's like, <laughs> when you work with so many different women, I'm sure a lot of stuff comes up for you. And, and I know for myself, I little bit have ADHD. I'm like, Oh, I can do this. I can do that. So like, how do you like keep it like focused?
0: Um, something I just started practicing was like to switch off. There's no work after seven o'clock. Ah. Nice. It's, it's really tempting when this is this, this, your, your mind can be very sneaky is that you're, you're actually your passion is your job so you can do it all the time yes but that's what causes burnout yeah. and i was starting to you know i could see i would see at night and maybe i would get a headache and i said why am i doing that and i realized i needed to have that okay now it's time to play whatever that is and i've come to appreciate netflix and, bo- and box sets <laughs> 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 I used to judge myself for this I used to think you can't sit and watch a box set but no it's important to watch a box set <laughs> yeah um yeah and something something that's nice with laughing because that's the other thing for me is to have fun fun is so important and I think it's you know a lot of the time we don't we kind of it's on it's on the back burner we don't even think about it yeah. but you know laughter it creates a good feelings in your body and it, it kind of rejuvenates and that's really important so I like to have fun and luckily my husband and I we we have a lot of fun we're just very silly together really <laughs> and uh, we both have done improvisation courses
1: oh wow just
0: when we're hanging out we kind of automatically go into these characters and like act these things out so this is that's what I do in my spare time
1: <laughs> <laughs> <That>. <laughs> so fun and that's great that your life partner you know your your husband can do that with you so um what would you say to someone who's on this journey and they don't have the support of their of their husband
0: that's a good question it depends if whether if you, the person is just not supporting them or whether they actually don't like what they're doing mm. um I think it connects to what we 've talked about is to, is to express in some way, express the heart because I imagine it would hurt you if, if your partner doesn 't support you or puts you down or whatever, so express that whether it 's journaling whether it 's you know a vocalization, get that out and keep going. You know you have the right to shine and you 're not going to be happy if you don 't allow yourself to be shine to shine and then also, don't try and make them like it. That's the other thing, because that's just you're banging your head off the wall. You can't change someone else. Just keep shining, keep shining. Get people around you that, that do want to support you. There's loads of groups and Facebook groups. There's loads, you know, maybe there's networking places and where you live. So find or create the create the the circle of friends and support that you need. And just focus on that. Focus on your own growth. And then at some point they will. Come around, or they won't come around, but
1: in the end, it doesn't really matter as long as you keep going and find that support from somewhere else. That's true, that's true. Because, um, yeah, definitely as you keep shining your light, they'll come around, or if they find that they can't, or you find that they can't, then you know that you deal with that. Yeah, you exactly. deal with that. Yeah. So, um, how can, uh, do you have any upcoming events? Is your book tour over or?
0: Yeah, I will be.
1: I'm um, just finding a place in
0: London, possibly it's going to be in a bookstore mm-hmm. to do a, a little book signing for some people.
1: Okay.
0: Well, it was going to be little, but it seems to be growing and growing growing. Oh, good. So, um, so that's going to be happening in, that'll be April. And then also I'm going to be doing my one day event, um, Unleash Your Inner Fire. That's only and that's so much fun you get you get a chance to really like get angry and cry and laugh and play and sing and dance and like everything so that's a lot of fun and that's going to be in april as well I haven't finalized the dates but check my website for that
1: okay um and so your website is going to be below this your um the link to get your book is okay, fantastic. below the youtube video and the podcast uh link and what again and wait a minute why is your stuff happening in april i can't get over to london in april
0: (laughs) well when are you coming to london i'll just have to do it again
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's kind of up in the air now because uh, another one of my friends she's going to have something um i don't know i might be speaking there in june Ooh, there's june
0: very funny you should say that because i was talking to my friend he's a ther- he's a therapist in california he's coming in june ah. I asked him if he wants to do a workshop together so there you go okay i knew, I knew
1: we were organizing something to do <laughs> in june good so then maybe we can meet up that would be lovely you know i love to always have an opportunity to squeeze my guests in person so
0: yeah that'd be i'm, I'm waiting <laughs> <laughs>
1: So uh, one last question about your workshops. Do you do the improv and everything? Do you do the improv in person?
0: Do I do the improv in person? Do
1: you, do you make that part of your workshop during the improvisation and those kind of things? Um, well, I have, the last workshop I
0: did, I had a talent show, which was a lot of fun. So I supported, I supported the acts to, you know, whatever they wanted to do whether they want to improvise or sing or dance or something that was a lot that was so much fun at one point we had everybody up doing an impersonation of britney spears <laughs> 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 even because it was a mixed group had men had men in it as well and there was there was a couple of men that were in their 50s doing the britney spears
1: <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds like a lot of fun okay <laughs> cool So we talked about a lot of stuff, some deep stuff, some light stuff. What are the top three takeaways you would want our viewers and listeners to have today?
0: Mm. I would say number one is, is start to express. Start to express whether that's journaling, whether that's going for a run and going to the gym, or whether it's vocalization, using a cushion, beating a cushion or something like that, but start to express. Because you're going to feel better doing that. You're going to feel better. I know often you can think that it doesn't make any difference, whether it's, you know, you talk about it or write it or whatever, but it does. It makes a difference to let it out. I think that's a really important one. The second one is practice the turn. So when you see yourself doing your normal, whether it's isolating or putting yourself down or whatever it is, if you see yourself doing that, do something different. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's just getting up and making a cup of tea, just practice that, really. And then allow yourself to shine, whatever that is, you know, whether it's your thing is singing or dancing or whether it's in your coaching business or whatever. Notice yourself when you're like holding yourself back and just take take that one step forward, just a little step, a little step, you know, and just keep letting that light in you come out because that's, ultimately that's what's going to impact other people or other women if it's women you want to work with is when women see another woman shine they, it gives them permission to shine so just let your light out
1: yes i love that when women see another woman shine it gives them permission to shine yeah powerful i yeah. love that so much so i really want to thank you for your time today and um for all the work that you're doing in the world and um yeah, I, I'm, I can't, I'm really excited to share this interview out now. I, but, you know, this is Women's um, International Women's History Month. So oh, wow. I really want to highlight, you know, beautiful and powerful women like yourself. And so this is really, really great um, to have you on the show. So thank you so much and um, have an amazing day.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a wonderful interview, wonderful to connect with you. I look forward to seeing you in June. Yes, (laughs) me
1: too. Okay, take Mm -hmm. care. You too, bye now.
0: Be yourself, think, think to yourself, and how long has it been? Since you've had some time to yourself, unwind with yourself, you can do anything. So don't you hide from yourself, be kind to yourself, intelligent
1: and amazing.